Well, good morning, everyone. It's Joe Malerba, and you're listening to Wake Up with Joe Malerba. If I could just give you a little bit of encouragement today, anyone that's out there that's listening, then I've done my job. The beauty of these podcasts is that they are designed to reach a person and reach a specific point in a person's lives, whether it be a hardship, uh, something uh, devastating, something wonderful, tragedy, celebration, wherever you are, at whatever point you are in your life, I am here to help you through it, to talk you through it, because as I've said many times on my podcasts, we're all in it together. We're all in this great big world together. So today, I want to talk about um, overcoming resentment. Now, many times we are unaware of the hurt that we cause other people. Small offenses will eventually pile up and create resentment, not because of the offenses themselves, but simply because of our insensitivity. And that that insensitivity might be at the moment. It may not have been intentional. It may not have been something that you wanted to happen or willed to happen. But in the heat of the moment, we sometimes lose our, our core, our conscience, our bearing. And so in these situations, the person who is offended may not be able to pinpoint a specific action that makes them resentful. And we also may not think too much about it because we haven't done anything too terrible. However, insensitivity to others' feelings is a major issue. And the word there is feelings. Other people take things differently. They process things differently. And we need to be aware of that. We should think about how other people feel and try to minimize the hurt. Sometimes even small positive actions on our part can count for a lot. For example, if someone cannot attend a regular activity because of their work schedule, we should still make them feel welcome by sending invitations. Otherwise, that person's feeling of missing out may only grow. Oftentimes, we are more insensitive or most insensitive to the feelings of those closest to us. For example... We may raise our voice with our family members when we wouldn't do that with someone else outside of the family. In a way, this is because we are comfortable with our family and we ease up on social etiquette. I wouldn't say we're taking those people for granted, but we are around them more, and certainly we are all guilty of this. So be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of the feelings of others. We oftentimes are insensitive and we don't even know it. So we should not take our loved one's feelings for granted, even small things. In terms of our faith, and I know many times we do talk about our faith, our faith is one that focuses around our God our ambassador of goodwill, of putting out goodwill and receiving goodwill. Many people know that I often will refer to my faith as a way of making a point of understanding, of bringing people together, 
of healing. And in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew writes, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and good and sends the rain. The only way to overcome resentment is to love those who offend us. I'll say that again because it's a very powerful statement. The only way to overcome resentment is to love those who offend us. If we can't love people who do wrong to us, then it will be impossible to truly overcome resentment. And that is where faith comes in. That gospel goes on to say, if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, you may be thinking, this is impossible, Joe. Well, you're right. It is impossible if we try to love our enemies with a human love. But Jesus is not talking about a human love. He specifically says we are not to love others simply in the human way, which is to love those who love us in return. Instead, what God is asking is for us to love people God's way. God loved us even though we were sinners. He did not ignore our sin, but he demonstrated his love for us by dying on the cross. This is what it means to love our enemies with God's love. We should seek to bless them even though they may harm us. This type of selfless love, it may sound crazy, but it is entirely possible. And it's hard. We're humans. When we're hurt, hurt by others, whether it be a stranger or even worse, hurt by our loved ones, it is so hard to even think of forgiveness sometimes. But if we can't find that forgiveness in our heart, we are doing ourselves an injustice. And so... I leave you with one of my favorite, favorite readings. So when we have God's love in our heart, we will want to restore that relationship with those that have offended us or whom we have offended. And I will leave you with Corinthians. It's all about love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love does not delight in evil but rejoices with truth, it is always there to protect, it always trusts, it always hopes, and it always perseveres. Love never fails. The bottom line is that love never fails. Love is the foundation by which we overcome resentment. This is Joe Malerba, 
and you have been listening to Wake Up with Joe Malerba. Keep the love in your heart and focus on the truer meaning of forgiveness, of healing, and the resentment that you have towards others will slowly disappear and you will feel that burden lifted off your shoulders. I hope you had a little bit of a wake-up call as the name of this podcast is appropriately titled Wake Up with Joe Malerba. Wake up. Life is short. Peace.